Autobots, roll out! I just want to take a second to step aside and tell Andrew that that last Moyle voice he was doing was the best one. Stick with that one. You sound like Big Tex. <laughs> which which one? The Autobots one? Uh, yes. The Optimus Prime? Yeah, you sound, you sound like Big Tex right there. It was Big good. Big Tex? Where's Big Tex from? Oh, uh, right. People aren't from Dallas. Fair Park? Oh, 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 oh. I was thinking of there was like a famous um, strong man. Big Tex is famous and strong. Damn you. And is on fire. I was there that day. You were there for that? Mm-hmm. Actually, I had just left like literally minutes before it happened. How convenient. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that picture of the girl smiling with the <laughs> right. flaming house behind her. My kids joke about that. Coincidence? I think not. Mm-mm. And this is going to be at the beginning of a show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast that's old enough to have a midlife crisis now. My name's Turner, I'll be your dungeon master and host of pre, mid, and post show announcements, at least until a younger podcast comes along. One that, you know, tells me that I'm interesting, acts like that my years of experience makes me wise and even more charming, causing me to upend my life move in with this other podcast, only to find out that they weren't in it for the long haul. And they move out, leaving me with alimony, child support, a lease I really can't afford, and trendy downtown loft, and a lot of nights alone. So alone. Episode 40. The guys deal with the consequences of their actions still. You know, they say you can't go home again. What they really mean is you shouldn't go home again, as is evidenced by this episode. If you're a new listener, welcome. Weird place to jump in, but welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. We sincerely appreciate all of you making time for us and your busy podcast listening schedules. But a special thank you goes to our patrons, whose investment in the show not only will go a long way to buying me therapy, but helps us offer more and better content. Stay tuned after the episode to hear me say thank you and... To find out what exactly they're getting for supporting the party of five. Quick reminder, Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly podcast due to a mix of profanity, crude humor, and it's a Moyle-centric episode, so man, he leans into it on this one. And a smattering of fantasy violence and gore. Hey gang, guess what? The CDC says finally that masks aren't as mandatory as they used to be. But that's for people who got vaccinated and boosted. So if you haven't done that yet, go get vaccinated, go get boosted, get your kids vaccinated. Remember, your actions not only benefit you and your family and give you the best chance of making it through life with COVID, they also benefit the community around you. It doesn't take much to be a better hero than one of the party of five. Here's your chance. On that note, let's start the show. And we are back with the party of five. I am Harlan. I play Todd the Tiefling, a.k.a. T to the O-double-D, a.k.a. Todd We Trust, a.k.a. your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter, a.k.a. T-Pain. 
So every time you look away to read your notes, because you act like you've got these down, it's throwing your mic your mic off a little bit. So. My eyes is only going down. <laughs> like, no, I just wanted you to admit you had notes for that. God damn it. I, I always win. have notes for I that. win this I round. <laughs> you should have that memorized by now. I don't. I just want to make sure I don't right. spell Todd wrong. This is Andrew playing uh, Moyle Mossberg. That is just as good a turnout play as a 30-year veteran. <laughs> this is Jamie uh, playing Elgin Thaneros, your perpetually exasperated Wood Elf Ranger. Okay, I just want to say this before I go. Everybody let me finish, and then you can make fun of me after, okay? Oh, boy. I'm not making any promises. I'm not making any promises. This is Jazz, and I play Fate, the leprechaun wizard, a.k.a. the scholar that makes him holler. <laughs> make, make him holler. <laughs> Makes M? Who's M? I'm not sure I get any of that. I don't know. What this, happened? What are we doing? This, 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 I'm not sure. Is this, I don't know if he realizes that, that, uh, that... You do know what leprechauns are, right? Yeah. It's, it's October. It's not leprechaun season. I don't... I'm so confused. <laughs> Have you not seen the movie Leprechaun? That's a scary movie. I'm so confused. <laughs> Be very, very quiet while hunting leprechauns. What? I don't know what you're talking about. It, may, it makes sense. I, I mean, it's... An, Le- le- leprechauns elves are kind of the same thing right no leprechauns are short similarly somehow some wild animals will puff themselves up and try and do a dazzling display to confuse predators I think jazz <laughs> has moved so deeply into non sequitur territory to stun us into huh silence <laughs> it was definitely the whole, I, the whole silence I think I get it I'm gonna give him this round he wins this round I think I get you it you win this round is it because you love gold are you the gold member of <laughs> Is that what you're- hey. Okay, I got it. Got it now. All right. And I'm Anthony, who plays Baba. And I think I deleted all the Roll20 characters. No. Oh, no. What just happened? <laughs> what? Uh, just the tokens. For, for, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking just about d d Beyond. Like, oh, no. No. What? no, no. Uh, they're all gone. On Roll20. Did, did Jazz realize that Moyle made fun of him? That he was directly talking about him? I did. <laughs> I okay, did. I just wanted to make sure you got that. Uh, I was just trying to see whether or not you guys were going to pick up that I stepped on all of your toes as on your intros. Mm, 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 no, mm. we didn't pick it up. It wasn't that clever. No. It's because you guys don't pay attention to your own stick, apparently. I sold Todd. I sold Harlan's, a.k.a. Jamie's rhyming, Anthony's bland <laughs> intro at the beginning, wait, and you just not- naming my character with Andrew's stuff. Just, how many times has he tried to call himself a monk or a priest? <laughs> That's how ineffective this was. We didn't even catch it. <laughs> I guess you really couldn't pick it up. Might have been a little too much weight for you there. Please yeah. leave that in. Please leave that in. And let, um, let, let the um, Yeah. This is the yeah. please clap of Fate's interest. It's the, please clap. Yeah. The Jeb Bush please clap. I'm so not really sure no what's happened. No, 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 no. Again, no. I doubled down on my bad intros. Why do y'all think no I'm trying to go good? That was good. No one caught that. that was. This is the oops of the oops um, of Jazz's intro. This is the applause sign going on. Yeah, wow. It's, uh, wow. What a way to I'm, cap out I'm the really year. I'm really amazed that y'all just really think that I'm not trying to do this properly. No, no, no. We think you're trying. No, no, no. It's, we it's just think you're failing epically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, oh, I'm going to point the nose, nose of the plane at the ground and somehow fucking stick the landing. It's like, that's... 
not quite what kamikaze means, Jazz, but okay, we you came in hot on it for sure. Yeah, I thought you were doing a throwback to that Leprechaun video. I was like, is he referencing like a 25-year-old fucking weird fake news meme? Like, what the fuck is happening right now? Everybody seen the Leprechaun say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know where to go with it. <laughs> That's such a classic YouTube. That is. So where we left off after a climactic, climatic, climatic, big, big fucking big battle against a <laughs> giant and getting even bigger dragon that was the manifestation of the elemental chaos that had been collected and given form by Moyle's stabilizing shard at the heart of the uh, Southern Fen Swamp. Uh, you guys were able to defeat that. Moyle was able to collect his stabilizing agent, which while it bonded with the pentahedron shard, giving the tendrils which had been growing and emanating from your shards a final form, a floating shield which hovers outside of your body with a gap in it that was uh, socketed in by the stabilizing agent. Moyle found himself in a mental plane where he was confronted with his god Ralashaz. Ralashaz sacrificed himself to free Moyle from the burdens of divine surveillance and boiling himself down to pure psychic energy and then infusing that psychic energy within the stabilizing agent, thus removing the domain of the god of madness and ill luck from reality, and slightly altering Moyle's pentahedron abilities to be a little bit more psychically oriented as opposed to elementally oriented, and we'll see how that pans out over time. But effectively right now, they are still fundamentally the same. And you guys, when you woke up, you were confronted by a towering figure in a crisp white linen suit doing a theatrical slow clap to draw your attention over to him as he stands on the mound where the dragon once resided. Behind him, four other shadowy figures. And I don't mean cloaked in shadows. I mean, they look like a almost a solid black outline of a person like you can't pierce it. Four other humanoids stand behind him. Give me give me some perception checks real quick, guys. Just right off the rip. All right. Are we talking about Dark uh, Mario from Super Mario Sunshine? That is a good analog, yes. Very much a Dark Mario or a solid black outline of a person. Uh, 15. 16. 9. 8. Uh, 7? <laughs> Out of all the people who would make this connection, Todd and Moyle, two of those figures in the background look slightly familiar to you. The one on the right of the character who introduced himself or was recognized as Tritherion, the god of justice, has a number of thin, flat, almost tentacles or tendrils, which occasionally snake out from behind him before whipping back into place. And you get the impression that this might actually be Cameron, the god of entertainment, who you've had a brush with in the past. And then the other figure standing to the stage left of Tritherion, towering with a giant two-handed sword placed in front of her, is in fact Galatea, the goddess of death. You're not sure who the other two are. One uh, is a figure that is slightly stooped over that appears to have some kind of large medallion dangling from its chest. And another one stands rigidly still and appears to be almost featureless. 
with my perception of seven, how did I see it? So I'm sorry, it was Eldrin, Eldrin and Moyle then recognize that. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering, I was like, oh, was it something special? I thought I was just missing something. <laughs> I was like, yeah, was, that's why I was like, did something special happen? No, 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 no. I attributed your 15 to Todd, not to, so oh, my bad. Yeah. So anybody who got a 15 or higher recognizes that two of the shadowy figures behind Tritherion are in fact other deities that you've had either direct encounters with or a tangential encounter with before she became a deity by killing the previous god of death. Previously it was a god of death. She went through that dimensional portal, killed him, and now is the goddess of death and always has been as the godspire retcons existence whenever that change takes place. We remember that she wasn't always. You guys do remember because of the, and this is what Orangine said makes you special. The pentahedron shards in your body actually make you an exception to that rule. You are somehow, through the extra cosmic effect of those shards, immune to the reality warping capabilities of the Godspire, which makes you somewhat of a metaphysical free agents within this plane. So she doesn't even remember that she was not, never, at one point she wasn't the God of Death. To your knowledge, no, as you understand it, when she is manifested in the realm, when she crosses over for a big summer crossover, she fully inhabits that role. And it's difficult to stand outside of that. And if you were to encounter these beings on the actual God Spire itself, hypothetically, they may or may not appear in the form that you see them. You see them in their divine avatar aspect, which is the physical form that they manifest when they cross over to the, the main continents outside of the God Spire, which exists within this realm. It's basically when they leave that God Spire, they manifest this form which meets the exact expectations of their followers, depending upon the size of their followers. And their behavior is shaped by those followers' expectations as well. You wouldn't be as familiar with the tenets of the death cults to know how much leeway that gives this particular deity in this particular case. Tritherion was doing, like I said, the, the theatrical slow clap as you guys walked out and addresses you guys as you're kind of standing there, still in a little bit of a daze. So Tritherion, six foot five, gleaming, sharp white linen suit, advances to stand on top of the hill and kind of tower down and look at you. Goatee as pointy as a vorpal weapon, the agalettes of his bolo tie swinging and rasping against the, the crisp white starch shirt that he's wearing, looks down on you guys and addresses you and goes, uh, gentlemen, again, I, I say I cannot believe that you lot have done as well as you have. Let me tell you, congratulations. You have won my favor, I do say. We came, we saw, we kicked its butt. <laughs> Is there someone else who can speak for y'all? I would rather not speak to a tiefling if that's not... I, no, no, no offense, son. Whoa, no offense. It's whoa. just... A, that's pretty <laughs> racist, buddy. His pappy's the devil, y'all. Y'all know that, right? His pappy is the like the literal devil, and he's hanging out with y'all. That's that's part of why, why I'm so impressed. I mean, look at y'all. You got this this guy whose dad is a devil. You got this. Uh, well, he I don't know. He used to be a dragonborn. Now he's some kind of metal man. He's a healer who doesn't even heal. You got Chicken Pants, the wizard there, who's got less financial sense than he has courage. A ranger who didn't know shit about spiders and probably knows even less about flamingos. 
you know, we place bets sometimes on how, how mortals are going to do because infinity can get pretty goddamn boring, y'all. And <laughs> that seems the odds against y'all getting to this point were astronomical. I will not tell you that I did not lose some money betting against you, but I lost some money betting against y'all. But look, that's neither here nor there. What I want to tell y'all, wait, wait, tell you, who, who's in charge? Who's the leader? Let, I, let, let's just make it simple. Uh, that would be me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we don't have a leader per se. What? More of a what? democratic. Uh... <laughs> this is a democracy. Yeah. <laughs> that's adorable. Did you say flavor? Because I, I would be particular to that secret recipe of yours, Mr. Tritherium. <laughs> Son, I don't get that reference, but I'll tell you, if you need to, uh, you need some flavor will get you taken care of. You don't you don't even have a sense of taste anymore, do you? Do you? That's the funniest part. I get it. You're you're making a you're making a joke because you don't even do you even have a mouth anymore? Is there something back behind that thing that even is a, where you'd put food in and at? That's gonna be a little bit of an adjustment for you. Well look, I, I'll keep this brief. I'm here to offer y'all a job. It's real simple. I know that y'all have been talking to some people that aren't around from this neighborhood. I understand that they have probably sold you a bill of goods about how I'm up to no good and my compatriots and I are trying to break the universe. Well, that ain't the case. That is not the case, gentlemen. What I'm telling you is there's an opportunity for me and my friends and my kind to skedaddle on out of here. We've been doing this job for, for well, forever, technically, if you look at it. And we think it's fine on time for us to retire. So we just we just want to move on. So uh, I don't know what y'all been told, but but I had an offer for you. Your, your pal here, somehow, somehow, y'all managed to get the first one of your little secondary crystals that linked into that first crystal and powered y'all up a little bit. And that's impressive. If y'all go on running around and collect the rest of them, then come on over to the Godspire. We'll make a seat for y'all at the table. Y'all can sit in our thrones. There's five of us, five of y'all. Synergy, as I say, and y'all can have our chairs and we'll just We'll just head on out of this plane of existence. Synergy and a business proposal? This guy's serious, guys. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you don't like yeah, what you're doing. Yeah. So why would we want to take that opportunity? That sounds uh, shitty. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Real quick. When Moyle said business opportunity, give me another perception check, Moyle. Or religion check. I would even take a religion check. 19. You notice the one shadowy figure that was indescript and motionless at the mention of a business deal leans forward and kind of starts to step in and you see Tritherion wave his arm back and go, no, no, not now, not now. And motion him back a little bit. Hmm. Uh, no, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Jimmy, y'all go ahead. Well, you were saying? I was just noting on the fact that we are being offered a pretty, uh, a, 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 a deal that is not inconsequential. I mean, to become gods is something that at least merits discussion, shouldn't it? If you were a god, would you give up your godness? Unless it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> when I look, gentlemen, what y'all got to understand is I love my work. I love what I do. It doesn't sound like that. Look, son, I'm not talking to you. I thought we talked about this. Can y'all <laughs> control him? Can y'all? I just, I like, that's why I prefer to talk to the leader. That would be me. No. If someone asks you if you were a god, you say yes. I'm, I'm sure you're nice, but unfortunately, we've established that your father is the literal devil, son. And I just do not. I I cannot, I cannot cotton, cotton to the stench of the uh, demonic upon you. It offends me on levels that I can't even begin to describe. But I say, anyway. Take a dump on his white suit. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, what was it? What? Nothing. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, uh, Todd cannot play the fiddle very well. Well, that actually does make me feel a little bit, a bit better there, Mr. Mossberg. Thank you for your kind consideration. Look, fellas, I don't even know what that other being offered y'all. 
Did he did he even offer y'all anything? Uh, which which being? The one that y'all have been talking to behind our back. I mean, we don't know uh, who it is. Uh, hmm. Um, I I am not concerned with being a god. I want to get to Sama and help my people. I don't care about your god offer. In your, in your, in your crappy white suit, too. Well, well, see, this is what we call a... First of all, Todd, make a wisdom saving throw. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we call a win-win, Mr. Agu. First of all, do, do any of these other fellows care about you as much as I do? I actually know your last name, Babatunde Agu. It's what we call a win-win in the business. Y'all are going to go do your thing. You're going to get your shards. And when you're done with all of that, y'all come on over to the God Spire. We'll take care of business. That's all I'm saying. I just... Why are you so eager to discuss it now? Why not wait till we finish? I would like to know. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you, Mr. Agu. We didn't think y'all were going to make it this far. If you'll uh, notice the aforementioned bets uh, and wagers, we thought y'all would sputter out or get exploded or turn to jelly. There were a lot of opportunities for y'all to be eaten, crushed, boiled, all, all kinds of crazy perils. But y'all have made it up to this point. This was really the first time we thought you might have a chance at winning. And we know there's another player on the board. We don't have a whole lot of detail because we can't see y'all when y'all, y'all, y'all somehow just pop off our radar. You disappear. We know you're someplace else. And when you come back, there's a little bit of residue or resonance on y'all that tells us that, you know, just you got a divine stink on you and it don't quite smell like, you know, you know the smell of your own farts real well. All I'm saying is you're coming back smelling like another God's farts, son. <laughs> and we, we, uh, we don't know the specifics. We don't know what's been offered, but we know that we've had some plans and motions for centuries. I've been working a lot on this. I, I wasn't always the God of lawyers. There was a time when Trithereon was just known as the God of law, the God of justice. And it has taken me centuries of managing the papal structure and the perception of my priesthood to form the beliefs of my faithful that allow me to even have this conversation with you. It's something I've been working for. And now there's this other player on the board and y'all running around like, you know, like doing whatever y'all want, being able to, to alter the multiverse at your whim. That's kind of putting my plans in jeopardy. And rather than have my retirement plans be ruined by five randos who met up at a fantasy truck stop, tried to save some lumberjacks, and then got mystically stuck together and are now roaming the fucking countryside in a magical Winnebago, I would rather step in and offer y'all a little bit more of a lucrative partnership contract. Can I try and get some of that, some of that mutually assured benefit going? I want to do an insight check to see if he knows more than he's letting on. What, what about Todd's uh, wisdom saving throw? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was an 18. 18. Yeah, 18. It's, it's going to be a DC 20. Todd turns back into a chicken. <laughs> Just right back into chicken, Todd. And you hear from his hip. Wait, did you say a DC save and tw- a DC 20 save? Yeah, it's a DC 20 save. Fuck you, he's a god. That's a good point. So, I do the insight? Yeah, go ahead okay. and do the insight. Ew, seven. So you don't get any impression that he is being, uh, he's lying to you at all. He just turned me to a chicken, guys. You can't let that go down. <laughs> I would like to cast Zone of Truth on him. On a god? Ooh. That's a, oh, that's a this is a okay. That gets counterspelled before you even get it off the head. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you, you do know that it did not get counterspelled by Tritherion. One of the gods behind him counterspelled that. 
And he goes, he goes, go on now. Get out of y'all system. Get it on out. Come on. Does anybody else want to try some shots at me? Does anybody else want to try some shots? I just want to have, I have a question. Go ahead, Eldrin. So if they're arachnids, is it about spiders? They're technically <laughs> arachnids? No. Does that make no, you feel a little bit better? about spiders, damn it. No, but if, if you think that you can, you can leave the Godspire without us, then why do you need us to to help you. It sounds like you think you're pretty okay without our help. Uh, so I, I don't know, like... So there, Eldrin, it's taken us, like I said, centuries to lay the groundwork for us to be able to have the opportunity that we've got coming down the pipe. And y'all could throw a wrench in that works just by stumbling ass backwards mm. into I don't know, opening a fucking black hole or something. I don't know. So what, what we're trying to do here is not let our carefully laid plans get thrown sideways ways by y'all chuckle fucks, if you'll pardon the term. I do apologize. They they told me I had to say that. Todd's a cluckle fuck now. He is indeed a cluckle fuck. You know what? If I could give you a boon there, Mr. Mossberg, I would, but I don't think it'd be appropriate at this point. So we're still in negotiations. We haven't really worked anything out. Look, I'm not asking for anything right now. I'm not asking for a pledge of loyalty or any kind of oath like that. All I'm saying is stop for a moment before you take the word of that other guy at face value or, or other gal or whatever the hell it is at face value. What I'm saying is I'm here in your reality. You know me. You you know, you know who I am. You've met my paladins. You had an encounter with them. We did indeed meet your paladins. They tried to kill us. We murdered the shit out of them. So why would that inspire loyalty towards you? You guys want to walk that back? Really want to walk through this reasonably? Uh, we, my paladin showed up to arrest a, uh, a man who mind controlled a helpless store clerk to commit petty theft, which you guys sold him up the river within 15 seconds. Uh, and then whilst my paladins began to dispense a court appointed justice in the area, your cluckle fuck over there stabbed one of their kidneys out. Now, I'm willing to let bygones be bygones. They're all fine. They don't die. They regenerated as soon as their sensors kicked in and, and, and reformed their body. So they're totally all right now. And boy, they think about y'all a lot. They have asked me to come see y'all so many times and I have to keep telling them. Now, hold on, fellas. Let's see how things pan out first before we get going with it. But, you know, only hold some of those guys back. They really do enjoy their job. Part of it, part of it, part of it because they're the faithful. You know what I mean? That's just part of dealing with the faithful. Uh, but look, my, my point is, you guys know who I am. You, you know what's on the table. You've had some run-ins with some of my other folks and some of my partners. Uh, I, I just want y'all to question what else you've been told. I mean, look at this. Y'all are letting a mad scientist with a questionable and dubious background conduct medical experiments on you. You are taking the word of an extra-dimensional entity of unknown origin at face value, and, and they haven't done anything for y'all, have they? So what are you going to do for us then? Did you not hear the mention of divine empowerment? Uh, it's a pretty big, that's a pretty big get, Eldrin. I mean, that means we have to do, we have to get to that point. Like, what can you do to help us get there? All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tip my hat here a little bit here because you're, you're, you're really doing some horse trading, son. I appreciate it. The Mercantile Guild that's helping y'all back to get to Sama, who's helping you along your way, that's run by my boy back here. He's helping y'all get to where you need to go so Baba can go after his little shard there. The fact that we haven't arrested your little mad scientist friend yet in Taliesin, that's been my doing. I've held my paladins back from coming after your boy Ognum for his questionably legal experiments. You know, there's uh, the fact that there's been a couple of times that y'all have almost died, that Galatea there has turned a blind eye and let you save against death a couple of times. 
Cameron, now Cameron got a little bit uh, head of steam on him and tried to uh, try to manipulate y'all a little bit. But I would argue that the chaotic experience you had with him helped you have the chaos in your heart you needed to survive this encounter. So it's been a little bit more of an indirect help along the way, but it's been there. Mm. All right. Fate squints. He doesn't know what to do with all of this because that, while apparently factually accurate, still seems dubious. Yeah, Eldrin definitely does not feel comfy about trusting this guy, but also he's intrigued to learn more. So Moyle is distracted by uh, Todd as a chicken pecking at the <laughs> ground. Mr. Tritherion, do we call you Mr. Todd? Do we? How do we refer to you? Tritherion is the start and end of it. That's fine. Esquire, if you really want to get, get fancy with it. Esquire, Tritherion, we, you, would you mind turning our friend back into uh, a, a... We'll get him back into a tiefling here at the end of it. Yeah, no. No, no, no. There's no, there's no rush there. We would like to discuss your offer, and I, I, I don't particularly understand chicken. No, no, that's fine. Look, we're going to take off, y'all. We got some business we got to take care of overseas for some of the other preparations that we're doing for our part. So we're going to let y'all be on your way. He snaps his finger and Todd turns back into a, a tiefling. More than anything, I just wanted y'all to think about it. All right. Y'all have heard a lot of uh, a lot of stuff and y'all just have kind of rolled with it. You haven't questioned it. I'd encourage you to look into your boy uh, Ogden's background. And maybe the next time you're talking to a strange deity, Ask them, you know, ask them some follow-up questions. I mean, sure, we might have been at cross-purposes a time or here or two, but I'm talking to y'all. I mean, y'all can see our good works. You've seen the, the Church of Tritherion. Sure, they tried to kill you. You killed it. You know, bygones be gones. You guys have seen the wonders that the Mercantile Guild has provided. Uh, sure, again, some of those may have tried to kill y'all, but we've worked all... I think we're working that out. We're getting through it. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, sure, death as a concept's not the best thing, but you, you can see what we do. Right. You can see we, we are here. We are tactile. We are real. We have always been present and we always will be according to the God's bar. So like, y'all just think about it. You know, divine ascension's not a bad offer. And uh, we will uh, will be about your way. And I'll tell you what, I will leave you with this. I will do you a favor, Mr. Mossberg. Well, if you come on over here after we teleport away and kind of dig around where I'm standing, you might find a little something special just for you. And with that, with a little pop, he disappears and is gone, leaving you guys standing alone in the dome. Did y'all take a dump on his white shirt while I was gone? No, you you did not. No, you did not. Wasn't Todd aware of what was going on? Apparently not. Are you aware of a chicken? Well, when you're a chicken, are you aware? Are you aware? Yeah, Todd, you're completely aware of what was going on. Listen, I'm, I don't trust him. Since he turned me into a chicken, first of all. Yeah, it's something about his his spiel rang very untrue, or at least insincere. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like the fact that he he basically told us he was betting against us the whole time, and now that we didn't put foot to ass, yeah. now, he, now he wants to help us. It sounds like he's yeah. Mm. It seems, it seems people betting against us has turned into a bit of a theme in our, yeah. uh, in our most recent lives. That's accurate. I, either way, this was not the time to fight a god. What? Definitely not. Is, well, is there a time to fight a god? Mm. <laughs> One day. Level 15. If you're going to pick a time for it, probably the last three or four episodes, I would guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is standard RPG progression. Save this kitten from a tree. Get to the end. Destroy God. <laughs> <laughs> Recenter the theological axis of the universe. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, gentlemen. I'm going to go over and dig up this supposed treasure. Moyle, give me a 
investigate check. Trap! It's, it's a trap. A 15. Okay. You poke around in the mossy ground where the, the dragon once was. And as you're kicking around, you can eventually move some of the loose earth out of the way. And about six inches down into the earth, you find a rectangular, perfectly smooth, solid block of crystal that in your heart, you just immediately know would make the perfect head for a magical warhammer. Hmm. Like if you could somehow take this to a smith that specialized in crafting magical weapons, that this block of crystal that seems to flicker a little bit with the elemental chaos that the dragon displayed would make the perfect head for a one-handed or possibly a two-handed or possibly both, depending upon the com- the elements of the magical item that you would receive, Warhammer. <laughs> oh boy, I can't wait to show this to Baggy. He's going to love this. Another great hammer for him to carry around for me. Moyle? It's just a big rock, dude. Hey, this is more than just a rock. This is going to be something really special. <laughs> it's a pretty gnarly rock, dude. Moyle, uh, I have to ask again, who's Baggy? Oh yeah, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> Uh, what? This is at least the second or third time you've brought this thing up. And I'm, I'm and now you're definitely referring to it as a person. Who is Baggy? I mean, you guys have seen Baggy. What, what, what do you mean? He's talking about his drugs, man. He's on something again. Yeah, you, know, you got your baggy. Your baggy carries around your hammers. I don't know why. The, uh, the the bag you you talk to the bag that you keep all of your weapons in. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't like to say talk to. I would prefer to say converse with. I think Moyle make a wisdom saving throw for me, real quick. Oh, the jig is up. See, twenty four. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, sweet jabbering Jesus, as you were then, sir. Is that a crit? No, he's got plus seven. He gets a plus seven. Yeah, y'all are crazy levels now. Are, are we? So as you started to talk about Baggy and started to be a little bit more honest about it, Mo, you could feel something clawing at the back of your brain and, you know, a little bit in the back of your head, the voice of Baggy going, if you tell anybody about me, we can't be friends anymore, Moyle. And it almost makes you, it almost locks you up. It almost freezes you from being able to speak about him. But you shrug that off and then are able to complete your conversation about him. So, Moyle, you said that you said that you converse with, with Baggy. Do, does, it, does it converse back with you? He is merely a child with a blanket. It's the same thing. He's high. <laughs> He's literally high all the time. You're questioning him talking to inanimate objects. I am speaking, I think, with Moyle. Mossberg, Mr. Mossberg. Well, you see here, the thing is, is that when you have something so useful as uh, the bag of hammers that you create, I created a connection with it that no one feels inseparable due to the usefulness of it. From over on Todd's hip, you hear, so what's up there, nerd? Are you saying, uh, you saying objects can't talk? Are you saying, uh, magical items can't have a conversation with people from time to time? There, nerd? Well, they certainly don't have to have such bad attitudes like yourself, Echo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I will kick you in where your junk used to be, sir. <laughs> oh, your junk changed. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have much there to begin with. So. But now he's got nothing. Oh, <laughs> it's just smooth. <laughs> Chrome plated, polished. I'm a man of the future, gentlemen. <laughs> you're, you're of the future. Man is not the word I would use. Man is very questionable, but uh, you are of the future. You are a thing of the future, yes. 
<laughs> that Moyle, what a card. You know, I really am going to miss how I can softball these mid-announcement transitions during Moyle's arc by just assuming that he did something asinine in the first half. But since this is the next-to-last episode that will be Moyle-centered, gonna have to start paying attention to where I cut these things before I start recording the intro. So, fucking thanks, Andrew. Announcements this episode. Harlan continues to pop up as a guest on the pop-up film cast, and Jamie is providing you with all the video game news you could ever need over at 3 Angry Gamers. Check them out in the show notes below. Also in the show notes, the link to our Twitch channel. We are Twitch affiliates now, and we stream every Thursday, 7.30 Central. That's where you're going to find some really cool content like interviews of TTRPG community members and creators, PvP tournaments with other podcasts and streaming shows, how-to episodes where we talk about the rules and how best to apply them, all kinds of cool stuff. Also, since we're Twitch affiliates, we have to knock out about seven streaming nights a month. So in addition to that every Thursday night schedule, we're going to be popping in with random shows throughout the month. This month, we've got a stream about where to start as a dungeon master, an interview with Kelly the Opera Geek, a fight night with Bard Rock Cafe, another guest quest with the I Rolled a One podcast, and then an interview with the Agents of the Damned podcast. So a really fantastic month of shows. That's not everything. We're going to add one, two, three more as the month goes on. So get over and follow our Twitch stream so you can get the notifications when we go live. Also, head over to social media. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But good God, really, it's Twitter. All right, I pretend like those other two do something and I really am someday going to have enough time to start posting pictures of my cat again. But until then, at the very least, follow us on Twitter so you can find out as our schedule changes or we post new updates. That's all going out there in real time. Also, super easy to get those live updates if you're a member of our Patreon discord which helps if you're a patron more on that later but hey while you're out on the internet following us on twitch checking out our twat tw tweets 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 head on over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment and say it with me kids rate review and subscribe yes every podcast asks for it why your feedback powers the mighty algorithm. That mighty algorithm tells other people what shows to watch. And 40% of podcast listeners pay attention to what the robots tell them to do. Why not? They're sexy sounding robots. So get out there, click stars, leave comments. If you've got the opportunity to leave a review, tell us who your favorite party of five member is. Tell us who your least favorite member of the party of five is. You never know. I might just read the review on the announcements like this review from Adams and Victor. Fun characters. The DM is killing it. The chemistry is fantastic. The random pop culture references have me chuckling and sometimes laughing out loud. Reminds me of some of my best D&D games with players who role-played and had chemistry and were clever and jovial. I'm just on episode 8, but I'm excited to keep listening. First of all, Adams and Victor, thank you. The DM is killing it. I'm glad you recognized that. Secondly, only laughing out loud sometimes. I wish you weren't dead inside, but... Maybe there's something that we can do about that. Is it is it Fate's fault? Is it Fate's intros? It's Fate's intros, isn't it? We're going to work on those. We're going to workshop that some. In all honesty, Adams and Victor, which I'm just going to assume Victor is the mad scientist and Adams is the monster. Thank you. We appreciate it. Stay away from torches. You guys are fantastic. We appreciate the feedback. If the rest of you would like me to say nice things about you and make commentary about your review, largely positive, you know where to go. And look, honestly, if you're leaving a review on something other than Apple Podcasts, just hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. I will take that heads up and will absolutely earmark whichever platform you left the review on 
to head over there and grab your review for the read next time. So, at GMDLCast, Twitch, Twitter, and wherever else. Cool. That'll do it. On with the show. Wait, quick question. What level are we? Seven. 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 We didn't level up to eight. Why does my character say seven? <laughs> we just hit seven. You just leveled up to seven. Always always keep trying to level up. <laughs> always be leveling. Always be leveling. Okay. Well. Um All right. Yeah, we discussed you guys are just gonna kinda fast travel back to the Dragonborn Hold, unless you guys really want to do another two episodes of rolling survival checks through the swamp. Absolutely not. <laughs> Wait, what? Of course, we want to do that. He's, he's learned some stuff about spiders. What's the name? What's the name of the uh, the frog? Hans Schnitzelgarten. Sch- Schnitzelgarten. Hans. Hans Schnitzelgarten. Hans Schnitzelgarten. I think that yeah. was it. I wanted to wander back up through the jungles, but I guess not. Sounds very German. He's either Creedence Clearwater. Yeah, he's waiting out front for you guys. And so Hans Nittelgarten, who provided you guys with entrance to the dome and then actually was able to help a little bit with the lily pads, seems a little bit tired. You can hear it in his voice because it sounds completely different from the last time you heard him. (laughs) (laughs) Hey hey guys, um, I'm a little tired, so I may sound a little different. Uh, It has nothing to do with your DM not being able to remember what my voice was the last time. So if you guys want to hop in my mouth i can uh i can just you know hustle it back and do some bounding leaps back to the dragonborn hold if there's any place else you wanted to go we can just um unless you're really wanting to go through a whole bunch of other random encounters on the way back do do we do we have to be in your mouth right on your back or something no 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 that would be incredibly dangerous you just have to be in my mouth it's it's okay it's kind of it's kind of wet in there okay it's all right i don't like it (laughs) i mean gentlemen will be might consider stopping back by um by Moyle's uh, old home the one not at the dragonborn facility but back with uh, his caretaker slash kidnapper why do we need there Gun- Gundren that old bat why do we need to stop there the fake uh, just just as an option if, if Moyle doesn't want to stop there I don't see why we need to stop there okay were there uh were there some spells that you wanted of course there is no just just presenting it as an option as few stops as possible <laughs> yeah let's just hightail it out of here yeah okay please this fucking swamp sucks <laughs> indeed all right fogger get hopping as you guys exit the dome with your nature loving ranger walking out and go fucking the swamp sucks <laughs> you can see things have dramatically changed with the bonding of moil to the stabilizing agent the waves of elemental chaos which had been radiating out from the swamp have abated there is no longer those rings of elemental instability around this dome the weird circular cloud formations that were streaking with fire and lightning have completely dissipated and i mean it looks it actually looks quite pleasant when you first walk out there's a very colorful uh, swampy sunset starting to form on the horizon in colors of pink and orange Still humid as fuck and mosquitoes the size of bats start to swarm around you as evening sets in and the loud thrum of sturges coming through. But yeah, you guys can hop into Hans Schnitzelgarden's mouth and he will begin bounding back to the Dragonborn Hold. The swaying and rocking of his mouth slowly rocks those of you that sleep to sleep so you guys can give yourself a long rest as you bounce around in this frogs. It's like sleeping in a bouncy house. Basically, like if you guys fell asleep in a bouncy house that was bounding miles at a time you guys are able to over the course of a long rest bounce your way back to the dragonborn hold where he lands the morning of the next day hans deposits himself at the edge of the parking lot and splorps you guys out 
You emerge covered in a, I guess, like a viscous, almost tangy saliva mucus from his mouth and are plopped there somewhat, somewhat sticky from the experience, but well rested nonetheless. In the distance over in the lot, you can see the Winamajo. Uh, and then over to your left is the actual Dragon Board hold in the entrance. The tent city that was occupied by the entertainers that had gathered for the Feast of Bahumat have all dissipated, and it really is just a pile of trash like would be left from a music festival being picked up here and there by a couple of dragonborn in sanitation outfits, and then y'all's single vehicle parked across the clearing around the hold. Do we have a group name? Do you? I've been referring to you guys as the Party of Five. I've heard you referred to as the Pentagoons by certain patrons. (laughs) But you guys tell me, what what is your party's name? Discuss it amongst yourselves. I think we should go with Todd and the Toddettes. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I was going to say in character, but that was mission accomplished. <laughs> that was, that was in it was definitely in character. Do we need a name? Can we just be like the... Just the, us. Todd and the Todd, that's works. That's whack, dude. Get, no. <laughs> no. It's definitely not Todd and the Todd. It's you can go straight to hell with that shit. Yes. No, I'm not a Todd. Thank you. <laughs> one one word. One word, though. Todd and the toddlers. That's three words. Four words. I hate it. I hate you so much. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody come see you, Todd? Well, they definitely did. I think I've put two very, very good options out there. Baba definitely rolls his eyes more than once. Yeah. <laughs> if Baba has nothing to say, then Baba doesn't matter what we, what, what, what we call ourselves. No one cares, right? If no one cares, I think Todd and the toddlers works just fine. Mm. No. I mean, Pentagoons isn't that bad, really. I, I like Pentagoons. What the? Uh, what the? Pentagang? Pentagang? Just so it's not the uh, the patrons that we came up with it on our own, even though it's heavily inspired by them. <laughs> hey, as much as as much as Lee supports the podcast, if you guys were called the Pentagoons, he's earned the naming rights. Absolutely, <laughs> Todd and the Pentagoons, uh, Prince Prince Baba and his bishops. Uh, listen, this is not a gem in the hologram sort of thing, like. <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's like the, it's like, oh my God. Okay. First of all, we, we need to get you a goddamn pop filter. It's like Todd in the pantaloons. Let's Todd in the pentagoons. <laughs> yeah. The pop filter would be helpful. In all seriousness, you are hitting your T's and your P's like, like fucking like a goddamn brick bat. <laughs> oh, he has one. Todd, Todd in the pentagoons. Is that better? So there we go. Yeah, there we go. That's so much better. Did it break? Why is it not attached? <laughs> Just a loose pop filter. Because it, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He has to hold it in front of his face for like a masquerade mask. It's like a giant lollipop. <laughs> like fucking opera glasses. I've tried like 18 different ways to get this thing on this thing. And, and now just... he's talking 70 feet away from it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the place. We are a professional podcast, I swear. No, it wasn't. Shut up. <laughs> we have reached a year into this. Everybody has upgraded their equipment and we are still finding ways to amateur hour the fuck out of this. Good job. I just found out the three inches from the mic thing. So with a stack of textbooks. So it, you do sound a million times better, man. It is phenomenal. How good you sound. Where are we at on the party name? Are you guys, what are you guys going with the party name? Do you, are we? I'm cool with keeping it party five. I like Pentagoons or Pentagang. Guardians of the Godspire. Guardians of the Godspire. That's pretty good. Although, are we trying to like destroy the Godspire or some shit? We're not sure. Yeah. If we're going to do something in this, then it's not Todd related it should be pentagons baba and the bishops 
Todd related. I, I can tell you with 100% certainty it will not be Todd related. I do not want to be the jabber jaw in your gang, buddy. The toddlers. <laughs> the toddlers. I, I like the t- See, the Pentagons sounds like a nickname that would get forced upon us. We're, this, we're having this conversation in the frog, right? Yeah. 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 You guys are having this conversation walking across the parking lot towards your car. I thought. Like, like, like. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Pentagoons is a nickname that sounds as though someone has forced upon you that you couldn't relieve yourself of. We're, we're walking towards the window manager first and then we'll see what's there. And then we go back to the uh, stronghold. Yeah, that's your call. You guys can go to the stronghold first or you can go to the window major first. Ooh. I was thinking you went to Major first. You want to go to the Winter Major first, huh? Just okay. personally speaking, I haven't had the greatest amount of the greatest, you know, amount of pleasure since we've arrived here. So once we make it to the Winter Major, I'd be ready to leave. I would agree with the comment. <laughs> well, gentlemen, I would like to speak with my father once more before we leave out. We didn't leave on the best of terms, so. Yeah, fair enough. Do we need to be there? If he needs backup, uh, you know, we can go. I think that's fair, but I'll stay in the Winter Major. Remember that while Moyle does not directly impact the distance that you guys can pull each other in anymore, you guys still have to all be together. Damn it. Mm. There is a limited distance that you guys can be from each other. Is it a comfort thing or is it a like a like a pain or it's provide emotional support? It's a physical teleportation thing. Oh, we still <laughs> teleport with you. Yeah, yeah, you okay. guys still it's just Moyle doesn't factor into the tractor beam effect of who gets pulled where. So he would just yank back to us and yep. constantly. Yeah. As far as you guys know, you guys can be a mile apart right now. A mile? Okay. Yeah, let's just go with him. Let's get let's get Moyle his closure. Indeed. Toddats, roll out. No. No. Don't encourage him. Stop it. <laughs> Did you see how that rolled off his tongue? Yeah. Did you see how it Does he have a tongue? I don't think. That's just more like a speaker box in there. It, pretty much a speaker box. And, and no love below. <laughs> <laughs> There's the joke. (laughs) Oh, there's the joke. You guys roll up to the gates of the Dragonborn Hold. There is a smaller contingent of guards than were there during the Feast of Bahamut. It's just four different Dragonborn that are kind of standing there, leaning against their halberds, which spark with electricity. And they look over to you and give you a nod. And, hey, man, what can we do for y'all, man? Y'all miss the Feast of Bahamut, man. It's not really not here anymore, man. Well, y'all welcome. Well, we would like to uh, poke around a little bit. Well, y'all are y'all are welcome to come on in and, and check out levels one through three. Those are open to all visitors. That'd be the government uh, government city offices, the shopping uh, shopping areas, and then the uh, the restaurant and bar level. Uh, anything above that is residential and is off limits to outsiders. But we are happy for y'all to come on in. Do you gentlemen have gold? Because we would need to deposit it here, and we could issue y'all a crystal. Because we don't we 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 have a slightly different. Uh, slightly different trading system inside the holds. We are a very insular. Uh, we kind of got to do our own thing. Uh, but if y'all want to give us your gold, we can convert it over to uh, the, the Dragonborn Crystal Currency, uh, and we would issue you uh, issue you a a crystal wallet, and y'all can go on in and do your thing. We can't just hold our gold if we don't want to spend it. Well, if you if if you don't want to spend your gold, why y'all coming in? What floor is uh, Marlin on? Marlin Mosper. He was on the thirteenth of fourteenth, yeah, or fourteenth of fifteenth, so, next to the top. So that's like a couple hundred feet. The tower is several miles tall. <laughs> so um, no. So Moore is trying to see his dad. That we can't get to as a robot. Mm-hmm. 
as a robot now because he's not even Dragonborn. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Well, now, now, hold on. Now, now, real quick, I don't want to help y'all because God knows you need it. But <laughs> you guys have an array of mystical fucking mm-hmm. abilities at mm-hmm. your disposal. The bag yep. of trinkets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you guys have got all kinds of shit that can change your shapes and forms and get you all kinds of places. So I will tell you as a kind and benevolent DM, it is entirely possible for you guys to find a way up to Marlin's doorstep, mm-hmm. but it's going to take some creative ingenuity to do it. And maybe just a dash of fucking teamwork. Oh, that's not teamwork. Now you're asking too much. Not teamwork. So why don't y'all uh, see what you can come up with real quick and think of, think of, think of some plans. Okay. I have sneak attack. That's not do. No sneak attack, guys. I have an idea. Yeah. I go in the bathroom, cast disguise self on myself. Sneak attack. And I turn into Moyle Mossberg, the the dragonborn. Mm-hmm. And then you are the Moss Baguette. Oh boy! I mean, we were like referred to as his serfs before, so uh, yeah. It, he- you didn't get surfs. You ended up getting canoes, but... Didn't he get kicked the fuck out of here, though? Like... Well, I fell in in a SmackDown round. <laughs> in spectacular fashion. Yeah. But, I mean, prior to that, didn't your dad just tell you to GTFO? Like... But that was as a dragonborn. Th- those guys would know that. So, to reiterate, what had happened was you guys went and saw his dad. Uh-huh. His dad had a problem with adventurers who had been hassling him that his dracking operations were polluting the swamp and driving lizard folk off of their lands. He apparently had had some some rough encounters with some do-gooders and uh, demanded that Moyle abandon that lifestyle and come home and be his, be his baby boy. Moyle agreed to do that, and then we bounced. <laughs> Moyle teleported away right as Marlin was welcoming him home, which made Marlin feel that Moyle had just been yanking his fucking chain and fucking with him, and Marlin revoked Moyle's spending privileges at that point, and which is what locked you guys out of the elevator, right. at which point you guys got into a fight and then got drunk, and Moyle fucked a turtle. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So that's really how that, that wound up. Yeah, I don't think disguising yourself is going to cut it. Not as himself. Maybe he can disguise himself as Marlin. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> as Marlin, yeah. The dad, yeah, that seems like a good idea, that potentially. Although, if, if everything is based on... Uh, crystal network maybe we could like talk to a guard and 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 convince them that uh he left his crystal or whatever in the wrong in his other pants everybody roll insight checks for me real quick a 27 oh jesus your boy's got a high hand he's got a high hand in the dice game <laughs> 10 16 15 for me so eldrin and and baba you have a hard time believing that anybody could fall for a plan so simple <laughs> but moyle you for one personally know the level of attention to detail that these dragonborn have they are you to your clan you're pretty sure even the most basic plan that involved a, a small level of bribery intoxication or disguise is going to get you well into the system so you you feel like you guys are moving along the right lines with potentially disguising yourself as your dad. Um, it would be helpful to get a replacement crystal. And you do remember that those crystals are issued by the uh, Majorium on the first floor. Uh, yeah. Or actually, you know what? The Crystorium, we'll say the C. You'd have to go around to C to the Crystorium. They're, they're very literal with naming things. So you would have to go to the Crystorium and try and talk your way into getting a replacement ID crystal. Wouldn't be a bank crystal would be an ID crystal that would allow you access to the elevator. Okay. Gentlemen, <laughs> to the crystal store. Uh, so what's it, walk me through what the plan is, gentlemen. 
We're going to go to the crystal store. Uh-huh. We're going to get some patchouli oil and crystals. Why? You have to transform first. You have to transform first. You have to disguise self first. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. As your dad. Before we go to the store. Then you're going to go in this store mm-hmm. and say, hey, I left my crystal in my other pantaloons. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to go, oh, oh, sir, I'm sorry, and give you another crystal. Hopefully, yes. That's the- Then we're going to go upstairs. Do I first go uh, into the bathroom to transform? I mean, just not not in sight of the guards would be a good idea. <laughs> yes. Transformers, moil, and disguise. Oh, boy. <laughs> Toddettes, roll out. Toddlers, they, they prefer... Help. <laughs> Pentagoons. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Roll out. So you're, you guys managed to find your way into a public restroom. Moyle goes into the bathroom and sings his transformation spell. God, biscuit. Do you want? Would you like a urinal cake? We are in a bathroom, of course. Yep. Uh, Moyle with the episode two, one or two call episode one callback to the urinal case. Um, you actually notice the dragonborn urinals are the, the big trough urinals that they fill with ice. Uh, that seems right. They're the big fucking party urinals because those guys would not be aiming at an individual urinal with uh, with all the drinking that they do. Wow. Yeah. Still a massive puddle oh, yeah. underneath it. A lot of overspray. The real question here is how many poop cubes are around? Surprisingly, not that many. Surprisingly, not that many. What does Dragonborn urinal smell like? Like, what is Dragonborn? Is it is it like cat pee? I think it depends on the Dragonborn. Mm. I think with Copper Dragonborn. Blue Gatorade. Yeah, it's going to be the, because of the amount of electrolytes. Mm. It's what plants crave. Yeah, got it. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, that's how they grow their mushrooms. So, because it, it is what their plants crave. Those are the only plants that the, the, the coppers worry about. Can I uh, can I throw out an idea? Mm-hmm. I so I use disguise self on myself, but then I throw out polymorph onto someone else. How are you casting polymorph? What, what do you mean? What, do you have this? Yeah. What level spell is that? Is it, are they both concentration? Is that a level four spell? They're not both concentration. Polymorph. It is a level four. Okay. Polymorph is concentration up to an hour, but. Disguise self is... That's not concentration? Nope. That's crazy. No, no, no. Polymorph is. Disguise self is not. Nah. Disguise self is a much lower level spell. I guess, yeah. And it's first level. What are you uh, What are you transforming somebody into? I would transform Todd into a pretty lady or a pretty dragonborn. Todd says no. So that either he's a distraction or, you know, he sort of is able to seduce with his uh, so-called charm. So you want Todd to show the goods. Todd, yeah. Todd's acting skills aren't that aren't that great. That's a great point there, Todd. Uh, we could... We could put it on uh, fate, and he would seem like a shy little lady. I are you are you changing the plan? Did we have a whole group? I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just adding on to the plan. This is like a complication that seems like it would just cause more potential for it to go terribly wrong. I am here for it as as your DM. I am here for this plan. <laughs> you know, ah, you know. Normally, I'd be against this type of tomfoolery, but the sooner we leave, the better. Let's go, Moyle. Oh, no. This is like a Bugs Bunny in a dress thing that's going to be going on. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That'll be a fate thing. All right. So, so Moyle's casting Polymorph on fate. Fate is willing, uh, is willingly failing his saving throw because <laughs> I will let him willingly fail the saving throw. But I think, Moyle, you have to describe what this dragonborn lady fate looks like because you are turning him into this dragonborn lady and it would be what Moyle's idea of what a the dragonborn lady version of fate would look like. So it's going to be, uh, fate's going to be turned into a platinum uh, lady dragonborn with 
big tits. Oh boy. <laughs> and uh, of course, no nipples. No nipples, we've established, yeah. Checks out. Lore, obviously. Yeah. Making it safe for uh, whatever social media that they allow. <laughs> oh my God. This is the uh, Jessica Rabbit of uh, okay of dragonborns out here mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so red mm-hmm, red mm-hmm. dress a lot of cleavage showing a lot of leg you know the, would polymorph affect his clothing or just his form in this particular situation oh that's a good question let's uh let's go to the board <laughs> this spell transforms a creature that you can see within range into a new form an unwilling creature must make a wisdom saving throw to avoid the fact the spell has no effect on a shape changer or a creature with zero hit points the transformation lasts for the duration or until the target drops to zero hit points or dies. The new form can be any beast whose challenge rating is equal to or less than the target's. The target's game statistics, clean mental ability scores are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. It retains its alignment and personality. So still shy, uh, still narc-like. Uh, the target assumes the hit points of its new form when it reverts to its normal form the creature returns to the number of hit points it had before it transformed if it reverts as a result of dropping to zero hit points any excess damage carries over so no close no close oh here it is the target's gear melds into the new form the creature can't activate use or wield or otherwise benefit from any of its equipment cool then yeah we'll say he's in a dress because we're, we're gonna we're gonna move this along then so you transform fate into a what kind of dragonborn platinum okay uh and you guys head over to the crystorium um, as you approach very similar to the the uh, scroll or mage emporium or majorium or whatever the hell i call that thing big open archway but instead of the spinning scroll columns to the left and right there are these crystal columns which actually twinkle a little bit and crackle as they shape and reform almost as if you're watching one of those crystal farms grow into different shapes in in fast time you guys walk through that archway and there is an attendant behind a lectern very similar to the other government office that you are in um, and they glance up at you and then glance over to a platinum dragonborn mm-hmm. really quick does anybody want to run through the standard metallic dragon colors for me real quick uh gold silver Copper, copper, bronze, bronze blue. Um, no, that's a chromatic, uh, metallic. Platinum right? is not one of the choices. Yeah, I didn't think so. Oh boy. So Moyle has transformed fate into a very rare, very rare. <laughs> he's, he's almost holographic. A dragonborn. <laughs> who would be considered sickly a, uh, a potential <laughs> representation of their deity Bahumat. So the uh, Christorium attendant just freezes up and is just staring at him, uh, staring at fate and going, oh, uh, uh, um, what's, what's happening right now? It's happening. Oh my God. She's here. I didn't, th- I didn't believe, I didn't study enough in Sunday school. I can't believe what's going on. I don't, I don't, um, um, Oh, don't what? don't worry about it. Just give us the. Uh, we we need a key for the elevator access to the elevator. We need to talk to the dragons. I don't think that's what your dad sounds like. The uh, yeah, Jeff here. Uh, you just see him. What's the what's the name? What's I've got to go. I've got to go. This is uh, this is uh, the harbinger. See, the harbinger is here. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. What's the name here? Just here. Just and he just throws it at you. And he says, take it. Put whatever name you want in. I gotta, I gotta go tell my family that the end has come. The end is nigh. Go, <laughs> and he he scampers off. Oh shit! <laughs> oh no! And you were able to take his little tablet and fate. Give me an Arcana check, real quick. 
Bet. And and a sultry voice. I'm going to try and channel my inner uh, Shirley Strawberry. Hello. 22. Uh, yeah, you can very easily figure out how to t- the key in Marlon Mossberg and it encodes the name into the Crystal Matrix, which would allow you guys to go to the elevator and go on up. Uh, Moyle is showing a chubby. He's strangely attracted to fate's new form you can't sh- you can't uh, unfortunately lacking the physical apparatus to i have i have the acorn that uh moyle once had he, he he's he stuffed his crotch while he was disguising himself yeah so disguise self also does junk is that what you're saying it would in fact yeah <laughs> in fact it would so okay and uh fate fate has to remind him that uh, uh he's still fate and not not the platinum dragon. Well, well, that's that is up for fate to do what fate does. Oh, okay. Don't act out other characters. Oh, apologies. So Moyle starts coming on to you pretty heavily. Fate. Hey there. I'm going to slap Moyle and remind him who the hell. <laughs> oh, right, right. Moyle, get it together. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. You, you just. I never seen you in this light before. <sighs> I want you to know this will be the last time I agree to go on one of your foolish ideas. Let's just go meet your father. And let's go. Heading straight to the elevator? All the way up. That, uh, <laughs> sure. I feel like that's a DJ Khaled line. Fate walks off sauntering very, very sexily for no good reason. That's right. In, in the form of somebody who's just been uh, identified as a harbinger of the end by one of the other Dragon Marks. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am strutting. So you guys saunter on over through the busy, crowded first level street. People stopping in their tracks. Oh, boy. Jaws dropping open as you walk by. And the reaction seems to be universal. They all scamper off as if they had suddenly been almost scared straight scared sober almost as if you would Mm. uh, as they disappear into the background all saying something along the lines of i can't believe it oh my god i didn't i didn't think this would i didn't think this day would ever come oh um oh god i can't believe um like the reaction is almost universal amongst these dragonborns as they as they see you go okay you're able to get into the elevator key in up to the level where marlon's at how much would fate know about the history of these dragonborns and why they're freaking out like this? Give me a religion check, but it's going to be a disadvantage because of the insular nature of dragonborn society. Disadvantage. Got a 17. You would know that it's very similar to how Tiamat is a multi-headed chromatic dragon that is seen as mother of all the chromatic dragons. Bahumat was the multi-headed dragon, which is seen as the father of all the metallic dragons. There isn't a platinum clan of metallic dragonborn. And it has always been rumored that should the Platinum Clan emerge, it would serve as a reckoning for the other clans that it is time to unite and march on the non-Draconic races. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So on a very small scale, it it would trigger the, it's particularly triggering for these Dragonborn that, oh my God, we've wasted our lives getting fucked up and partying all the time. So while it may not necessarily 100% be the start of a potential militant faction within the Copper Dragonborn Society, it totally will be the start of a militant faction within Copper Dragonborn Society. Fucking shit. It is definitely <laughs> impacting some of them, to causing them to question their life choices. You know, it was it, it, it would be the same effect as if all of a sudden you woke up and went to work the next day and the rest of your workplace had been raptured and you were like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I really should have paid more attention. Whoa, it turns out all that uh, all that Jesus stuff was real. So, uh, yeah, it, so it is it is a very much a scared, straight, scared, sober moment for a lot of them. The long reaching implications of which 
probably won't be positive. Maybe will. I mean, some of them are going to make better choices overall. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Um, it is freaking a lot of people the fuck out. Oh god damn it! Way to go, guys. But not enough to approach you. It's not like oh, this is a messiah that's returned. Oh, this is a savior. It, it would be very much akin to Shiva walking down the street. We're like, oh my god, it's the the destroyer. You you are goes to the Gozerian in a lot of ways. Oh no. Yeah, it's it's and that's very much it's a go, very Gozer the Gozerian vibe while we're while we're talking Ghostbuster references. Okay, hold on, I gotta look that up. So, uh, Ghostbusters one, Andrew, the one you haven't seen. Ghostbuster reference again? Oh, you know I've only seen Ghostbusters two. There it is. There uh, we go. Jesus so, Christ! You guys reach up to Marlin's level, slide off, and are standing outside of the elevator doors. Uh, can we pause right here while I take a leak? Sure. Why y'all let me do this? Moyle walks over to the edge of the balcony and stands there acting like he's peeing off the balcony. And uh, you guys realize this is probably like a ghost piss. He doesn't remember that he doesn't eat or drink anymore. Mm-hmm. But, and you just hear him kind of going. <laughs> making oh, the sound. oh, I feel so much better now. <laughs> so. He's leaking lubricant all over someone's foot. Mm, no. Honestly, I expected that to go a lot worse. Uh. So yeah, good job, guys. I guess minus the whole. I'm I'm not sure how it could get much worse than it is. I mean, I suppose everybody could just try and kill us. I mean, they could have said no and not given you a crystal. So there's that. I mean, but Turner just said we might be starting the beginning of like the dragon Nazis. So that might be a problem. Yeah, I mean that part of it not so great. <laughs> uh, but you also didn't get like uh, you know. That militant cult will remember that action later. God damn it. What I miss. We were just considering the ramification of our actions. For the first time ever. (laughs) Another classic great decision on our part. 40 episodes in, we finally take a step back and go, huh? Yeah, we fucked a lot of lives up today. <laughs> I mean, hey, there was that dude in the in the Durger King. I mean, he's is this going to be like a whole? Oh man, yes. Don't want me with them. I'm not. I'm not questioning my decisions. No, no. The uh, are you talking about the middle manager of the Kobolds? That's what it is. Yeah, the Kobolds. Yeah. All right. So you guys are standing outside the elevator, approaching the front door, still in current form. Or are you guys? What are we doing? How are we doing? I'm waiting. I'm following Moyle. Is uh? Is there anyone around? There's the uh, the house guard standing in front of Marlin's front door. There are four Dragonborn armed with the standard issue electrified halberds, squinting and looking over at the elevator. And you see one of them kind of elbow the other one, go. Hi, man, you think that's a, you think that's a platinum dragonborn over there, man? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know, man. Don't you think it's a platinum dragonborn or really real? Like you can hear them start to have the conversation. Do you think maybe maybe we should uh, get you guys out of sight and changed into Moyle and just regular fate now, now that we're up here? No, 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 no. Not yet. No, you're going to say... We have to get past those cards. Get in the elevator first. You could just tell them you're Moyle and that you mm-hmm. need to see your dad. No, no, no. We don't... We don't I don't know what status Moyle is at within the, uh, the Mossberg yeah. clan. Let's get in the elevator. Let's get in the elevator. We're at the level. You guys have gone up the elevator. Marlon's mansion takes up half of the 14th level um, and you guys exit out on that side and it is you're you know a good 500 feet away from the front door of the mansion so we we walk uh we walk towards the front door mm-hmm. and um uh well i should say that uh fate saunters towards the door no, no, but don't 
don't tell fate how he's acting with his character. I mean, but I definitely said that I was sauntering right, right, right behind me. Like just caddy corner. No, 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 nope. I'm Are you going in front yeah. so I can see the goods walking next to you. I'm walking next to you. You should play full on into this, this, this harbinger of death. This is getting weird, guys. <laughs> Moyle is doing sneaky eyes over to the, uh, the cleavage. Moyle, what's uh, disguise self? What is the saving throw to disbelieve disguise self? Believe it's wisdom. Let me double check. And then I'm going to need you to describe what your father is wearing in your disguise. Oh boy! Oh, oh! Here it is. I must succeed on intelligence investigation check against your spell save. And what's your spell save DC? Oh, 15. Well, that's my save DC. Do I add the modifier to it? Cool, 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 cool. So, uh, as you are, sir, then by all means, approach. Uh, gentlemen. Uh, I see you uh, glancing at the goods over here. I'm here to see Marlin. They all are definitely taken aback by the appearance of a platinum dragonborn next to you. And you, you start to hear the murmurs of, oh, what the? Wait, did you? What did you say? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? Uh, gentlemen, I'm uh, here to speak to me and uh, was it Bahumat? Bahumat over here. Are, uh, th- <clears throat> excuse me. Me and the Reaper over here are here to speak to Marlin directly. Uh, sir, uh, aren't you Marlon Mossberg? What? Um, uh, aren't you Marlon? What? Oh, yes. Wait, no, I thought I was just changing into... Did I change into Moyle or Marlon? That's what I, that's what I was trying to get you to do. <laughs> Marlon. You turned into Marlon. No, no, you changed into Marlon and you have not d- dispelled your oh. uh, your illusion. Uh, sorry, sir. I mean, I don't mean to be obstinate, sir. Is this, is this a test, sir? And why the hell do you have a platinum dragonborn with you, sir? I don't, I don't really understand what's happening right now, sir. He's drunk. Gentlemen, open the door. I don't think that's what your dad sounds like. Uh, yeah, you know what, sir? In fact, we're we're gonna we're gonna uh, we resign, sir. Yeah, universally, that guy speaks for us, man. We all do resign. We've been wasting our lives guarding your rich ass. We're, with the day of reckon the day of reckoning is upon us. We are we are fucking out of here. Uh, pardon me, ma'am. Pardon me, your benevolence. Uh, pardon me. And they bow and nod and kind of edge around her like she might be radioactive. I snarl. Can I Can I get a tiki fate? I, I, I try and snarl viciously at them and scare them more. Uh, and you, you hear one of them go, see, I told you we should have been we should have been more militant right from the very beginning. Oh, She's fuck. way more aggressive than us. We uh, we need we need to get some arms together. Oh no! Let's go talk to your pal Q. You got it. We'll go get Q. Uh, so you guys uh, have effectively possibly uh, initiated fantasy QAnon. Congratulations! Front door is open. <laughs> oh no! Front door is unguarded in front of you. But double doors bust open with both hands. Is uh, Papa Mossberg there? You hear from the living room. What, gentlemen? What the hell's going on? And he starts marching towards you and. Stops up short and sees himself and goes, what the hell? God damn, I need to either stock. He pulls out a pill packet out of his jackpot. I need to take more of these or take less of them. I'm not really sure. And he does that thing where he puts his right hand up like he's checking to see if he's looking in a mirror. And then I uh, I uh, replicate. And he puts his left hand up. Put my right hand up. I put my right hand up. And then he starts doing a little dance and then like doing the hokey pokey and kind of turning <laughs> around a little bit. And I, I do the same thing. I push Moyle. God damn it. You said you wanted to come talk to him. Come talk to him. Should he need to do performance check? <laughs> All right, let's do a performance check. I think it's exactly where I was going, Eldrin. So Moyle, give me a performance check real quick versus your dad's perception, which will be rolling it, rolling it. Dis- oh. That's a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is perfect. Yeah. You'd forget how to do the hokey pokey. You're like, oh, mm, um, 
and freeze up. I knew it. Y'all are just some kind of weird flashback, man. You're like the guilt of me getting rid of my son, coming back with his stupid, stupid looking friends. And we everybody knows Platinum Dragonborns aren't real. Y'all get out of here. Scoot, scoot, y'all. I'm going to take some more of these pills. And he pops a couple more of the pills. <laughs> and uh, right there, I uh, snap my fingers and uh, fate turns back into fate and uh, Moyle back to uh, a Warforge. See, I knew it. Look, this is already starting to look more normal. I'm going to take a couple more of these real quick. Wait. <laughs> Wait, Papa, please. Oof, he did not pass his poison saving throw on that, so we're going to roll how many rounds he's going to be conscious. Oh, no. Five rounds. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he's black. He's going to black out. So you got five rounds to... Yeah. Uh, mm. Do I know uh, Do I know where the safe is? Can I quickly find the safe within those five rounds to get a little extra gold? No, but didn't you want to say something to your father while you were here? We came here to rob him? No, he just came to rob him. <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm brainless. This podcast. What's happening now? These, woof, these are, maybe shouldn't have taken the fifth dose of those. What's, uh, what's happening? Uh, what, what, why are you gentlemen here? What is this, uh. Papa, it's me, Moyle. Mo I've come back as a warforged. I'm no longer a dragonborn. Okay. O okay. Are you still an adventurer? Well, so, sort of, but... Uh, so, I suppose I suppose it's wrong for me, then, to exploit the wetlands and the indigenous people for to better, better myself and my family. Go ahead, and, go ahead and just say that. Go ahead and say that again. No, please continue to ruin the lives of the, those people <laughs> because I live off the, the oil that you drill. It flows through my... Roots. I don't want to say veins. They're not really veins, but it's like it's like a organic mesh system. My boy, and he stumbles forward and toddles <laughs> forward and wraps his arms around you. He goes, "Sure, all it took was you losing your body and replacing it with this cold, hard." And he looks down, sexless shell to <laughs> to find your way back to my arms. I'm so happy you're here, my boy. Oh uh, well, uh, hey, easy, easy with the sexless part. You're not too shafty yourself. <laughs> Real quick, perception check, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> everybody? Your eyes are inevitably drawn. 21. 22. 11. You guys unfortunately cannot look away, and you realize that are reminded once again that Moyle's situation was clearly the result of a curse because Papa, to use a Todd phrase, Papa Mossberg hanged on. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> he's wearing a robe, and as he leaves, Leans forward and hugs Boyle, clearly not wearing pants <laughs> under those robes. And there's a little bit of a ting as something flaps out and slaps against Moyle's oh, robotic no. shin. <laughs> Got that health inspector going. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Moyle, I'm so glad you're back. Now you can be here with us forever. Maybe your mother will even come home. Uh, Dad, about Mom, I really think you should give that one up. What? What? Uh, what? Yeah. Why? I mean... Why? I mean Weren't you at least the least bit attracted to Platinum? Robot. Platinum what, Dragonborn what, over what, there? What, what is, what? <laughs> robot Cupid? Is that you, Robot Cupid? Are you telling me to, what? He's getting worse. She's a runner. She's what's a track star. Hap <laughs> what's, what's happening? Is that <laughs> kitty cat singing? Here, kitty cat. Here, kitty cat. Is he going to chase uh, Baba? <laughs> he's not chasing anybody right now. He's like, you are propping him up right now. He's like, yeah, it's just, Moyle, it's just, are you, are you going to stay, Moyle, or are you going to go? Just tell me now. 
Well, I'm going to go look for the next uh, uh, spindle top. Spindle top. <laughs> the, the next great uh, oil well so that the uh, Mossberg family can uh, prosper just, even more. We're just here. I don't want, I don't want you to leave like, like you did last time and not know that you're part of the family. So, and he kind of rumbles. He's, and he's, it's like that scene from the jerk. And he's like, I mean, I have, I'm going to take this. And so he starts to pick up a lamp. He's like, you can take. No, that doesn't make any sense. And he kind of stumbles over and like pulls a tapestry off a wall. And he's like, you can take this. He's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. And he stumbles over to a big jar, like bowl of pills and starts to pick that up and then reconsiders it and takes a handful and scromps them down. Oh, puts that back. He's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to need those. What the fuck? And finally stumbles over to like a coat rack that just has a fucking pile of medallions hanging from it. And he grabs one off. He goes, this is the Mossberg family crest. It would identify you as my heir and, and be possibly worth some gold if you sold it. If you wanted to sell it, I mean, that would be possibly something you could do, but it, it would also be the symbol of my love to you and, and so your decision on what you do with it and as he starts to hand it towards you he just falls down completely flat passed out on his face arm still somehow stretched upward to hand to you uh i grabbed it and uh was there more than one there could i grab a second one some servants wander in at this point and look down at uh, marlin and look up to you guys and go can we can we help can we help y'all? Time to go. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm his son, Moyle. You, sir, you're you're a giant robot man. We know Marlin has stuck it in a lot of stuff, but we're pretty sure giant robot ladies is not one of them. We're gonna have to ask y'all to leave now. Okay. When the Lord of the Manor is face down, <laughs> it's time you you to get around. I don't know. There's a rhyme there somewhere that makes sense, but get on get on the fuck out. <laughs> but I, I got the I got the medallion, right? Yeah, you got you got the medallion, which can be sold for two hundred and fifty. Wait, gold. no, I'm not a girl anymore, right? No, no, my old turn your back. No, you haven't been a girl for a while. Although, if you still feel like it, no, tell me, we've we've done we've done what we we've done what we needed to. It's time to go. And I'm still going to saunter out like I was when I was a girl because I don't realize I'm not a girl. Yes. Okay, performance check. Uh, let's see how much fucking... Yep. Oh, yep. boy. Let's see how much shake yeah. fate's got in the fucking. See how blessed, see how blessed that toot is. I'm on tonight. My hips don't lie. <laughs> 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 uh, hips don't lie, baby. Hips don't lie. Fifteen. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a bad performance. You actually hear one of the dragonborn ladies go. Mm, I throw some beads at that. Um, as he uh, as he saunters out, and you guys are able to hop back on the elevator. Go back down and exit the Dragon Mournhold, unless there's anything else that you guys particularly wanted to do at this point. Pentagoons, roll out. So headed to the Winamajo? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. You guys trek across the exceedingly empty parking lot, um, have to stop at one point and catch your breath before proceeding onward. Get up to the Winamajo. Who has the key? Uh, I believe oh, it's an Eldrin's keister. Yeah, the keister yeah. king. Okay, keister we are, king. We are yeah. keister king. It's still, okay. Eldrin fishes out the keister key. So there's the, the two entrances on what would be like the passenger side of a normal vehicle, the right-hand side of the vehicle, and then the cargo day, bay door at the back. Um, as you guys walk up, you realize somebody has fashioned like an overhanging canopy to the side where the entrances are, and there appears to be like a tall, lanky individual sitting in 
like a uh, almost like a like a deck chair, almost like an Adirondack chair out in front of the side of the Winamajo underneath this canopy with a little bit of a grill kind of burning in front of him. And it almost looks like he's got like a big hat on. But as you guys get closer, you realize this is a six foot tall, very lanky mushroom man. Uh... He glances up at you all and goes, hey, uh, hey, guys, can I uh, help you all with something? Someday, maybe not today, really maybe not ever, based on their cognitive capacity, these guys may learn that if I ask you a question more than once, it's because you're walking right into a trap. But hey, we didn't need that Dragonborn Society anyway, did we? So, it's time to thank our Patreon supporters and show off what they get for supporting the Party of Five. So thank you to all of you that upped your pledges so that Todd no longer has a single supporter. That's the best gift you could ever have given us. That and your your money. But being able to rub Todd's nose in it is just mm, fantastic. And yes, thank you to Alexa. Order more yarn and play The Duel of the Fates by John Williams. Tell Lila she's not the boss of me. I win this round. Thank you, a roboticized private eye, Bart, Brian, Bryce, Dean, Dreken, Eric, Ken, Korobe Nikki, Lady Kiva Lagos is my spirit guide, Luke Miles. Moyle's got a leering, misogynistic, sexless robot glare just for you. Gair the Sleepy Norwegian, Yogan, Joshua Blake, Thomas Jacob, Eldrin presents you with one coupon on how to stage whisper like a pro. Bill, Josh, you don't have to be fate supporters to admit that you were a little turned on by his sashaying this episode. Huh? Huh? Must be a wizard because warlocks don't wiggle like that. Boom. Nailed it. Ben, Matt Ross Jones, Saga Nadal, Zork Fox, and resident alpha patron Lee Gary and recipient of the naming rights for the Pentagoons. And as always, thank you all for your support. But Lee has been one of our stalwart supporters from the very beginning. And hey, man, really appreciate it. Every time the guys use their semi-insulting nickname, no, they do it with spite in their hearts for your support. Spite and love. Love in their heart. Love. love. I'm sorry. Sometimes I get those words mixed up. Don't worry, Baba Bros. He was actually in this episode silently judging the party for most of it until their... I'd, I'd hesitate to even call it incompetence, reached the level where he finally had to comment. So don't worry, his arc's coming up next. So what are these fine people? And we absolutely do mean fine and possibly the most pandering sense of the word. I don't know if you've seen these guys and gals, but they are hotter than a wizard polymorphed into a sexy dragonborn. What do they get? for supporting the Party of Five. Well, all kinds of bonus content, extra lore posts, character exercises, The Hunter's Party, a supernatural rewatch podcast with a D&D homebrew twist, extra video content like Horde Mode, where I throw waves of low CR monsters at the guys to see if they survive. I cannot wait for you to see February's episode, which yes, I am uploading a little late, sorry. It is a treat for the Todd interactions alone. And our Baba Bros, this month, it's the month, March 31st, we will be doing our second Join the Party, where our Baba supporters every quarter get to play in a canonical one-shot with the Party of Five. This is our first one where we've got more than just a couple of Baba-level supporters, so we're actually going to be doing this cool thing with two groups that are running simultaneously. More details to come on that later. But 
Those one shots, the Bobber Bros and the cast comes in, play contractors on a job, usually something heisty to try and secure something that will impact the actual storyline in the main sequence. Not only is that second one about to happen, but the first one is about to go into the editing bay in a couple of weeks, and you're going to get to hear how much fun we all had. It was a blast. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLcast to see what you get for supporting the Party of Five. We are working on additional Patreon content. We hit our 25 patron goal, which means I have ordered a championship belt, which means as soon as that gets here, we will do another tournament of champions to see if anybody can unseat Baba from his role as the supreme badass within the party. I'm looking at some pins and t-shirt stuff as soon as I get some extra breathing room time-wise to get those out there. Anything that we produce, long-standing patrons are going to get a first crack at. We're going to do some special stuff for everybody who's been involved because we absolutely appreciate your support. So stay tuned. But hey, look, we understand things have been weird. It's been a really rough time for a lot of people. So even if you can't support financially, you can still help the party of five. Tell somebody about the show. Get out there. Friend, coworker, family member. You guys are going out in public now that it's slightly less COVID-y. Tell somebody about the show. One in five people pick the next podcast they're going to listen to based on the recommendation of a friend. I don't know about the recommendations of strangers. Just go with it. One in five. Losing that would be like losing one of the Pentagoons, like fate. And who would have been game for Moyle's sexy time polymorph shenanigans if not for fate? You know, again, I've got to come up with better examples for these because that would have arbitrarily been a better thing had we not been subjected to that. So yeah, anyway, tell people about the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks again so much for listening. Thanks so much for supporting and hope you enjoyed the show.